to this episode of Conversations Around the Royal Table, where we gather around the transforming word of God. I am Priscilla and I am your host. On this episode, my husband Jonathan and I sit down with our good friends, Brian and Nia Hunter. They really are family. We met them in 2010 and we instantly connected. We are blessed to be on this journey with them. We have had the privilege to serve in youth ministry together, and we've served with them in their ministry to couples to have and to hold. We are grateful to witness the Lord's hand on their lives. The Spirit of God absolutely leads them. Thanks for joining us, Brian and Nia. Thank absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Awesome. So today we are going to be talking about parenting, the assignment of raising kingdom children. Yeah. The scriptures that we're going to be talking about comes from Psalm 127, verses 3 and 4, where it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are children in one's youth. Mm-hmm. Our second scripture comes from Proverbs 22 and 6, where it says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And that's Proverbs 22 and 6. Let's begin unpacking these scriptures and talk about what we are charged with in our assignment as parents. I'm going to have one of the hunters, Neil or Brian, you guys can begin and we're going to flow. All right. You want to jump up? No, you got okay. it. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so uh, again, thank you guys so much for, for having us here. This is such an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we look at that scripture, Psalms 127 and 4, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, mm-hmm. so are the children of youth. I just love how it's put to call the children arrows, right? You know, and when you're thinking about those arrows, those arrows definitely have a purpose. They're not just furniture. They're not just eye candy, they're not made just to look good or even to, uh, uh, to, to feel good, but they have a set purpose, right? And so the set purpose is a two part. It's for the flight and it's for the fight. You know, um, when you're thinking of those arrows, that's all it's made for, a flight and a fight. And as parents, God has assigned us to be caretakers, to, to, to be maintenance men and women, to make sure that that arrow has a successful, <laughs> and purposeful flight and fight. And one one thing I'll say about that is that um, whether you take care of them or not, and y'all excuse the country vernacular, I'm just a country (laughs) boy, all right? Whether, I believe that whether you maintenance them or not, that child, those children, they are going into flight. Yeah. They are definitely going into flight. And you, you probably ask, how is that? Well look into our prison systems, yeah. look into our graveyards. These are places where you find mm-hmm. our hospitals, where you find a lot of arrows that were never cared for and maintenance. Thank you, Jesus. That were never cared for and maintenance the way God has assigned us as parents to do so. Yes. Because, because every child, every person here, we come for the flight and the fight. Mm-hmm. And some of us come from, from homes you, you, you'll say, man, you know, they daddy was this, they mama was this, or the whole family's just full of thugs. That's how that child is being sharpened. Yeah. They're being sharpened that way. And so you, like I said, you'll go into the graveyards, you'll go into the, to the, to the penitentiaries, you'll go to, to the, the, the corners, the crack houses, 
the trap houses. And you will find all of these arrows that didn't get um, the proper maintenance and care that God assigned parents to have on us. You know, one thing when you're thinking about that arrow as a child, because you know they are going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They are destined to go somewhere. Yeah. And it's up to us as parents to make sure that we are sharpening them. Yeah. When you think of the, the, the tip of that arrow, it's very important that it's sharpened. Because it's going to go on a flight. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the impact of having a sharp arrow versus a dull arrow is once it flies and it gets to the point to where it fight, to where it's supposed to make impact, it may make impact, but the problem is it won't stick. Yeah. Sometimes it won't, it, won't, it won't stick. You'll find, you find people that seem like they, oh, thank you, Jesus. You find people that seems like they, they just always in and out of relationships, always in and out of jobs, always in between hopping from church to church, project to project. It's like they never can find themselves sticking. Yeah. Because when you source that back to childhood, mm-hmm. you have some sharpening issues. Absolutely. And some, some sharpening malnutrition yeah. that didn't happen, that the proper sharpening and care didn't happen. You know, I was reading on the arrows and it talked about how the arrows are to be cared for and they're to be stored. Yeah. And the arrows, you'll think it's just a piece of wood and a little, you know, sharp oh, stang yeah. on the end of it, a little sharp metal <clears throat> with some feathers on the end. <laughs> but it's a proper way to store them. Wow. The, the instructions are for professional and for the best storing is to store the arrows vertically. Mm-hmm. Store them vertically. Mm-hmm. Put them in a place where they're yeah. always, when they're not in use, put them in a place where they're vertical, where they're always vertical. I think of God, you know, where, 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 does you, where are you pointing your children yeah. to, to constantly stay in rest? When you're in, when you're, when you're storage, you're not moving, you're not working, you're kind of just sitting there. And, and the Bible tells us that the idle mind is the devil's workshop, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, uh, uh, when you just stagnant, that's not of God. So, but if you're sitting still and you're listening for the voice of God, you're stored vertically, you're stored in a place to where you're trying to hear from him. You're trying to know what God is telling you, how, how to move, what not to do, who not to be in relationship with. But that happens when we as parents mm-hmm. are constantly storing our children vertically. Now, now I've talked about the sharpening, right? Yeah. But when you when you think about the sharpening, how what is that like for us? So as a parent, I can tell my son all day long, hey, you treat women respectfully. Yeah. You hey, hey, you don't hit women. No, you don't do that. You don't just, you don't just you don't act this way. You don't act that way. And I can I can tell him with my mouth. Some of us come from the old school where we tell them with our, our switch, yeah. we tell them with our belt. Yeah. And some say, you know, go time out. Bottom line, you're trying to train that child. You're trying to tell them. You're trying to sharpen them. Mm-hmm. All right. And you're thinking as a parent, just because I'm saying it or just because I, I added some physical force to it, mm-hmm. now the sharpening is correct. Yeah. But what happens is the difference in a, a regular arrow and our children is, they begin to sharpen themselves as well because they're constantly mirroring what and who they see. They're constantly mirroring what and who they don't see. They don't see you being loving. Well, they're going to mirror that. They don't see you being caring and and being very gentle with with your wife, with their mother. Guess what? They are going to mirror that. But when they see you opening the door, yeah, we call people say old school, but you know, bump that. 
That's good school. That's good school. Right. You feel me? That's good school. So I'm constantly sharpening them. You know, and even with us, we're sharpening them in our marriage first and foremost. How how do we handle conflict? Do I get mad, slam the door, leave? Do I get upset and punch a hole in the wall? Come on, y'all, let's be real now. You know, you get get fired up mad because that that one that you sit next to right now got the power to just make you melt like butter, baby. (laughs) They got the power too to set you dead on fire. Yes. More than your mama, your daddy, your pastor, your mailman, everybody, they can make you hot man. Yes. What lessons are you teaching? How are you sharpening when you get in those positions as a child, right? I mean, as, a, as an adult yeah. and as a parent yeah. and, and as not only that, an example for a spouse. Yes. You know, if, if, if my daughter sees me always being condescending to her, I have seen so many, so many men be condescending to their wife and try to treat them like Disney, treat the parents. Like they just <laughs> peons, they just dumb. Yeah. She don't know technology. You know what? I'm going to tell y'all this. My wife was used to say, I, I ain't tech savvy. I ain't tech savvy. And I'm like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Until one day I kept planting that seed. Yeah. Kept planting that seed until I came home and she said, I built our site. I said, come on, girl. <laughs> I built I built our website. I'm like, really? Yeah. But 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 the thing is, my children see me speaking into her life. That's right. They, they see me speaking into her life. And so that that whole that this this scripture as the arrows are in the hand of the mighty man. Yeah. yeah. When you think about the mighty man, God, God is is calling for us. He, he's looking at us as greatness, yeah. as great. We're yeah. mighty. We're warriors. Yeah. We have a set purpose to fight. And with those arrows, it's going to allow our reach and our impact to yeah. go above, beyond, further to where we could have ever imagined. Oh, when I was a kid, I remember tell my dad would tell me, he'd say, Yank, you got my, and that's what he called my nickname. He said, You got my shoulders, you're standing on. You got yeah. my shoulders, you're standing on. Because now he's <laughs> giving me that opportunity because I'm his arrow to yeah. have a vantage point. Mm-hmm. Arrows will get to places and, and go into spaces that I could have never reached. Yes. I could have never got to. Yeah. But but thank God, man, <laughs> for the, the sharpening and the and the, the care that's yeah. involved with the arrows and the assignment of that's on a parent yeah. to sharpen those arrows. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. good. Yeah, so far, you know what? But you said such some powerful things. We talked about that. They're gonna, there's gonna be a flight and a fight. Yes. Yeah. And you talked about how we have to be intentional of yeah. how we sharpen those arrows. So it's not just about you talk about it's not just about what we say, but it's how we model it to our children. I mean, that mm-hmm. is so very powerful because if we don't sharpen them in the ways of the Lord, if we don't prepare them the in his way, then they could be uh, off into when you talk about the prison they're not fulfilling their true purpose and which God has called them to so this assignment this assignment that is pretty much an honor that God has given us to be able when he gives us kids and you think about it there are people 
And I remember when we were talking earlier, and you were talking about how there are some people who can't have children or struggling to have children, pleading <clears throat> with God to bless them with children. And yes. we have, and, and those of us that have children, whether they are biological children or we just have the responsibility of training them, we have to understand that honor. And we have to take that honor seriously. And when you talk about how, um, you know, you talk about how you are standing on your dad's shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Like he is preparing you because that arrow is going to go far beyond. And and we want that arrow to hit the mark in which it was supposed to hit for the kingdom of God. You know what I mean? Or we can, if we don't prepare them, like you said, essentially you're saying we're preparing them for worldly living. We're preparing them to not be the arrows of the kingdom of God. We're not preparing them to be able to know who they are, to know their identity in Christ. So when you talked about even uh, that arrow being sticked up, pointed up to the Lord, I mean, that is the uh, ultimate assignment. You know what I mean? The method may be different because each child has a different flight that they're going to take, but the the, um, the lesson and the foundation never changes. Never and changes. that's what God intended for them. He says, I, you know, I remember my husband and I think the, the one of the things that we, um, we have to declare that, and, and Joshua talked about it. He says, we have to declare that as for me and my house, we yeah. serve the Lord. And I remember when we got married back in 99, I remember us leaving the reception. Of course, we were young in our faith and everything, but we were heading out. And I remember my husband saying, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But we have to make that declaration within ourselves. And then God takes care of all that. So we uh, reckon within ourselves that the way we pattern our lives as the way, uh, after the ways of the Lord, Mm-hmm. That God is going to lead us when we surrender and submit to Him when He when He brings children into um, into our, our fold. You know what I mean? And so I just love the the powerful message that you are talking about when it talks about the arrows and how we have to sharpen them and how you said that they are going to take flight somehow. They're going somewhere. They They're going it. somewhere. Why not? Yeah. They, why not? They do the work of the kingdom. Yeah. Amen. Why not? Amen. I just love that. Um, I love that arrows uh, metaphor in the scripture. Um, Yank, you broke it down. <laughs> you broke it down. You sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, break it down so it would never be broken. Forever. One of the things is uh, the arrow is always at different stages. Um, it's in the mm-hmm. hand of the warrior, and the war- and the and the warrior is the one that's giving it purpose and direction. Yeah. And I, I see that as identity and direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's what he. That's what he does. And then at the same time, um, there's a time when you're carrying it, there's a time when you're pointing it, and there's a time when you let it go. So there's stages of parenting. Um, And that's the thing that we have to be prayerful about all the time as parents is, what stage of parenting am I in that I'm led of the Lord? There's a time when I'm carrying you, but there's a time I need to let you go. And our parenting changes and adjusts. And in order for us to know the identity, the direction, the purpose, the arrow, we got to be pointed up. Yes. 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 We got to be pointed. There you up. go. But we got to be yeah. pointed up ourselves to make sure that I'm not carrying an arrow that I should have been released by now. Yeah. I'm not pulling an arrow that ain't ready to be pointed yet. Yeah. And I ain't letting go of arrow and ain't ready to be let go yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So many different stages of parenting that we just need God's direction and God's wisdom in order to uh, walk in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, I Elder love. 
Hey, I just want to say one thing, one thing, yes. because you, you hit on something that we're dealing with socially now, just, it, just in, the, in the world period, how we have children being born mm -hmm. and they're not wanting to identify them as male or female. They're saying, let the child decide. And what basically what they're saying is what, exactly what you just said, which is if you would take this mighty warrior and he put the arrow on the ground and say, you decide the target where you want to go. <laughs> yeah. How crazy. How crazy. Oh, <clears throat> I also want to add too that um, going back up to three, something that stood out to me was behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb of uh, um, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Our children, there's another um, translation that says that children are a gift. Yeah. And the first thing is um, to your point, there are people that can't have children. If if it's a gift from God nobody else can give it to you. Yeah. It can't be duplicated. Nobody else can give it to you. Nothing against adoption, but we're talking about the fruit that's coming from the womb is a gift from God yes. and it's a heritage. Yes. And so when we think about a heritage, that's the legacy that you leave. Yes. And so um, what stood out to me about it is as a parent, if you are a parent, this is the most and greatest impact that you will make to yeah. the kingdom yeah. is parenting yes because they're a heritage yeah. and you can go out and feed the homeless there are so many th good deeds that we do but when god says here i'm giving you a soul mm. i'm giving you um a child that i want you to raise as a servant of god and your words will echo across generations yeah. how powerful yes. is that there is nothing more mm. powerful than that and so it's a perspective that God gave me. And especially when you have multiple children or when you sometimes get overwhelmed or sometimes you look at your kids, <laughs> you want to, oh, you know, but to take on the perspective, like, this is a gift. Yeah. This is something that God has entrusted me to shape and mold yeah. and cultivate. And I study them and I learn their bent yeah. and I see, you know, that is, that is so amazing. And I, that's what I, I got from it. And it just really gave me a God perspective on parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nia, that is so awesome. Yeah. When you just said, you know, it gave you a perspective of godly parenting and all those things. When you think about studying your children mm -hmm. and what that means, you know what I mean? Like God has a purpose for them. Yeah. And so, you know, like when you have to, um, so when you think about it, yeah, their uh, their purpose is different, you know, mm -hmm. and you have different personalities that you're dealing with. But you have to trust God in his wisdom and to lead and guide you in everything. You talk about studying them. Man, that is so awesome. I remember when uh, the Lord, so I had, we had Abby. <laughs> and we were so happy. We got our girl, right? And I was like, okay, Lord, don't give me the feeling. You know, we done. We good. You know? And then I was like, well, he didn't give me a feeling. I don't know why I feel like the Lord dealing with me to have another child. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I said, I went to Jonathan, I said, why can't God do what he want to do with the one he didn't give us? You know? <laughs> and he was like, well, who are you to tell God what he want to do with what child? Right. Hey. When he said oh, that, no. it was a defining moment for me. He was like, here is God trying to give you a gift. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And God looked at it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just seeing that walked out 
And even Layla, as young as she is, the things that God has already equipped her to understand mm -hmm. and that he has given us the honor, the honor. Um, to be able to, to, to walk alongside her in that, to be able to see the things in her. And not that the same thing with the other kids, but I'm just specifically because I was like, I don't you know, I wasn't ready for another child, but he was like, I'm trying to give you something because I have a purpose for this yeah. child, just like the other ones. And so it was such a blessing to, to come to that, to my, for myself, for ourselves and say, okay, God has a purpose for this. Let, let us walk this out and receive this gift. And now how yeah. do we, how do we sharpen her? How do we pour into her? How do we walk alongside her so that she, when she is ready for her to be launched, she's going to fulfill the purpose of God uh, for her life. And I just, I'm so grateful for that because I would not have been able to experience it had I not surrendered and say, okay, God, uh, whatever you want, you know, I would, it would have been begrudgingly because I would have been like, I wasn't ready, you know, but he's yeah. like, oh, so sometimes we got to say, okay, Lord, I open my heart and, and, and walk it out um, in this parenting assignment that the Lord has given us. Hey, question, question for you. That, yeah. that, is that the child that, that um, did like the cul-de-sac Bible study? Yes, she's eight. <laughs> yeah, so so right there, like you as a parent, you didn't know at the time whose salvation was yeah. connected to her obedience. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and yes. it's just like our, our children, yeah. like, I mean, who, who are they connected to? Who is God yeah. wanting to strategize and put in their life and connect them to, to so that they can know him? Yeah, you know, and man, and so she she is a a young Moses, you know. <laughs> you really, know, bless God that, for that. That is interesting. Because speaking of that, I was talking about the scripture in Deuteronomy six four through seven, where it says, "Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You mm -hmm. shall teach them diligently to your children." Mm -hmm and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when yeah. you lie down, and when you rise up. Yeah. How powerful is that? Yeah. That is how we train them. When we're sitting down, you know, we, one thing <laughs> we have implemented in our, in our family is family prayer nightly. Mm -hmm. And I remember before we were consistent with it, I mean, we would have just, just some, some drama going on, you know, and we would be like, what is happening? And yeah. it was like, we're not being consistent in prayer. Mm -hmm. And so when we made up in our minds that every night, we don't care what time it is, it could be late. We are gathering the kids. Mm -hmm. We'll come together and we're going to pray. Sometimes they pray. Sometimes we'll do a quick study, whatever it is, but we're mm -hmm. intentional. And I think one of the other things that we've been intentional about, even when we have to discipline them or even when we have to, you know, where th things are happening in their lives, mm -hmm. like we have to always relate things back to the word of God. That's Absolutely. Right. That's because right. that is the thing that will lead and guide them. When we don't really understand, let's see what God says about this. Mm -hmm. um, that right. is one of the things that has been um, just tremendous in, in um, our second son, Jaden, because we can tell him some things. And if he don't, it doesn't click to him. If we show him in the word, <laughs> y'all, it never, yeah. ever yeah. fails. Yeah. When he said, I remember we were at a trip and I said something to him. He was like, is that in the Bible? And I said, it sure is. And he said, where at? So I sent him the text in the Bible and immediately it's like his spirit was like, oh, 
okay, then I need to, yeah. <laughs> I need to fall in yeah. line. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. word does what it says it's going to do. Yeah. And so for us, when you recognize how they connect with the Lord, man, it's a powerful thing. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you're in Deuteronomy 6. <laughs> because when I was reading that scripture, I went up to um, 6. I, I started from the top. And I'm sorry. I, I, Deuteronomy 6 is, is one of them. But um, actually, it was Joshua 1. I, Deuteronomy 6 is one. But Joshua 1, yeah. I started from the top. And when we look at um, the, his installation as the leader, you know, and we look at um, parenting and yeah. you know how you'll say, well, sometimes it doesn't, you know, some people say something, well, it doesn't come with a manual, you know, and this parenting thing. And, you know, <laughs> it's not about um, Dr. Spock and what to expect while you're expecting, but the word of God, that's what you said. It just reminded yeah. me that is your manual. Yeah. And um, when I read Joshua 1, I said, as parents, we're installed as leaders. It's like God is saying here. You, this is who you lead. This That's is right. you're going to be priest over this family yeah. as a man. Yeah. Uh, but be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey a law. Do not turn from it, the right or the or the left or to the left, that you may be may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always at your lips. Yes. Meditate on it day and night, so that yes. you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with with you wherever you go. And so, if we keep it on our lips, we and 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 we meditate on it day and night. When it's the conversation in the house, to your scripture in Deuteronomy, that's what what it mm. remind me of. It's when you you see it in your kids when you see them at the edge of the um of of your um driveway having bible study with their friends right. or when you snoop through their phone because right. <laughs> you should be snooping parents you should be or when you snoop through their phone and you see in their um uh, in their setting how they are um speaking the gospel and sharing the gospel and and um giving scriptures and encouragement to their friends you know so it's kind of like even when they pray, do don't you hear your words coming back to you know? Yeah, it's my prayer. He's their their you know borrow prayers, but that's how we teach our children, and that's how we know yeah. you know. And it's it's all in scripture. Yeah. There was there was one other scripture that I um that the Lord gave me, and that was um all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correction, and training in righteousness. Yeah. So that the servant of God, and that's who we're raising, servants of God, servants of God. may be um, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Yeah. And so I just thank God for scriptures because the because our manual is the word of God. Right. It covers everything. Everything. From, from back then to even now, it can be found in the word of God. My son is um, on this health kick, this big health kick. And um, he gets so zoned in to he's he gets very anal about what he's eating because he read about um, leaky gut and he wants to clean his um, his stomach and make sure I'm like boy you 18 but anyway and I, I, I applaud that I'm like that you know I don't know where that's going but to to be health conscious is a great thing but then when it gets to the point of not eating meat nothing against vegans and vegetarians and all that. But I had to show him scripture yeah. because of the book that he was reading that was talking about certain things. And I said, God said it is good. We have to go back and show him That's scripture. Right. Right. And I showed him First um, um, Timothy 4, yeah. you know, where it talks about in the last days, there'll be 
um, forbidding to marry and forbidding to eat meat. And I say that it's good. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but when received on Thanksgiving and um, and prayer and Thanksgiving. And so you have to kind of show them scripture yeah. to back because they could be reading a book about eating healthy. And then in the book, it's talking about spirituality in a way that, you know what I'm saying? So you you definitely have to um, keep that, keep scriptures resounding in your atmosphere at home so that they can reference them, you know, for their situations and the things that they're going through. Absolutely, y'all. And, you know, I, I look at that word of God, y'all talking about the word of God, giving them the word of God. And she's talking about the instructions coming mm. from the word of God. The word of God to me with our children is gravity. It is gravity because that's the one thing, no matter what they do, wherever they go, whoever they're connected with, whatever group they're in, that's going to keep them grounded. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep them from not going too far. And, and when you're thinking about that whole, the thing with Joshua, when he was being given those instructions, those instructions were being given for kind of like what Elder Barnes was talking about, that different phase of, of childhood, that, that different phase of parenting, you know, they're going they're going, they're going. Mm -hmm. They're not that little infant anymore to where they're always in your care and you're feeding them and you're holding them and changing them and wiping them. You know, and we find ourselves as parents at different phases, we're giving them different types of instructions, whether it's instructions to go to the babysitter, the instructions to go to school, maybe instructions to go off to college, yeah. but you're constantly giving them different types of instructions because you're putting your voice of wisdom into their ear. Yeah. And that voice has to be grounded with the word of God. It has to be grounded with the word of God because we are gonna train them. Yeah. Yeah. We are gonna train them. And the one thing I think where we mess up as parents is when we, when we get children, we wanna train them up in a cookie cutter fashion. Yeah. You know, and we, cause I said yeah. so. That, now that's, I'm gonna say this. I ain't gonna say old school, but that's that's kind of that's 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 ignorant. That's unlearned. Yeah. Because you don't empower that child when you just say, "Cause I said so." Absolutely. And all they have to go on is "Cause I said so." And so when you're not with them and you're alone, they're alone away from you and their friends and the TV and social media giving them a hundred and one reasons why they need to do this, a hundred and three reasons why they need to smoke this. Yeah. All they got with you is "Cause I said so." They're not empowered. Right. Yeah. They're not empowered. They they just think are they trying to just shield me? Are they just trying to not let me be my own self? But when you're training them up, you you gotta figure, you know, there people learn differently. Yes. Some yeah. people learn through reading, some people learn through hands-on, some people learn through visual, you know. And so God has called us to be <laughs> those teachers. Mm -hmm. To be those yeah. teachers. The worst thing you could do is go sit in the classroom with a teacher. Who gonna teach just one certain way? I don't care how you learn. I'm gonna <laughs> teach you the way I want to teach. That's not good. That's not good. And and the other thing that I feel like we do as parents is when we're not seeing the results that we want to see based on what we think we have deposited. We feel like, you know what? You you just you just find out the hard way. You just find out. God didn't give us a hall pass as the teacher to say. Well, you just learn your own self. Think about it. If a professor in a college or a teacher told a student that, they probably going to be looking for another job. Absolutely. They probably be looking for another job. Oh, you're not going to teach now? Oh, you you going to, okay, well, we don't need you. And we don't want God to say that to us. Right. We don't want God to take our life. We definitely don't want God to take them. But the thing is, stick to the assignment, man. Yeah. Stick to the assignment. Just know, hey, God, God trusted me. He trusted me because he 
He's seen some in me that maybe I haven't even identified yet. Maybe he hasn't even revealed to me yet. And so as a parent, when you're finding yourself feeling like you want to do this, that's a great time in that moment right then. Lord, show me me. Yeah. Help me now, right now. Show me me. God, show me your hand. You know, you got all of the thoughts that you planned for this child. You know exactly how they learn. You, you know, you built them, God. Show me the way. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to just dump on the kid and be like, you know what? You just ain't going to learn. You just ain't going to. Man, stop that. You're the teacher. Yeah. You're the teacher. Yeah. You know, train them up. The Bible didn't tell you nothing about train them up. And, and oh, yeah, why are you training them up? You're going to see all the fruit right then. Exactly. Exactly. Because my mother, right. let me tell you this. Mama, I had the Holy Ghost save, sanctify everything. My mother and father trained me up. They trained right. me up right. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was just acting a fool. Yeah. Acting a fool out in the streets, yeah. in the in the clubs, in the strip clubs, teenager, just clowning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that word of God was in me. Yeah. That word of God was in me. And 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 in, in addition to that, that mother didn't stop praying for me. Yes. She didn't say, I'm just going to leave it to yourself. She didn't do me like that. Yeah. I, I caused her some tears. Yeah. I did. I called her some But I thank God so much today that she didn't give up on me because I may not even have my wife and my children today because yeah. of those prayers. So parents, man, stay encouraged. Oh my yeah. God, stay encouraged. You know, when you plant a garden, you plant a garden, you don't, you, you got to be able to take that seed, mm -hmm. drop it in the ground, bury it, and, and, and don't worry about what God is doing beneath the dirt. Yeah. Don't worry about what's happening that you can't see. Just know that it's a germination process happening with your child. Yeah. That only God's hands are certified to handle. Only God's hands to this day can germinate a seed. Right. A seed, when it goes through the germination process, it goes in. There's a burying. Yeah. Then the next thing, there's a breaking. Yeah. All right. And then the next thing, something starts coming out, roots start coming out. But if I were to try to speed the process up of the seed, I would destroy the seed yeah. with my hands. I, we don't know what it is, but God's hands has something special that allows it to break the individual. And he broke me. Yeah. He broke me. Yeah. So I know it's true. So parents, don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. If you're not getting the results, that's okay. You were not promised that while you're training, they were going to be perfect. That while you're training, they were going to get it all right. That while you're training, they were going to be able to teach the class back. That's what we'd be looking for. Yeah. We'd be yeah. looking for the kid to be teaching back. And making unhealthy comparisons and to other Making kids. unhealthy comparisons. Like you ain't at the end of the program yeah. set having Bible study. Right, right, right. See, see the boys? Yeah. That is so powerful in what you are saying that, mm. and I think the, the word that comes to me is that humility. You know what I'm saying? Humility. That to humble ourselves Sit and submit to the Lord. I don't know how to handle this situation, especially when our kids are asking questions and we're saying that, it takes me back to what you said, just do what I say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not equipping them to, to, to walk this journey by just saying, do what I say. We need to open the conversations and say, let's have a talk. Let's talk about this and pray and ask God for wisdom. How do I relay this to my children in such a way that they can grab a hold of what they're wrestling with? You know what I yeah. mean? And I'm so thankful because 
there are times in your flesh you want to be like, oh my gosh, I can't take this. I'm just, I'm just about to give up. I'm just throwing my hands up. But we have to remember that you're not going to see the fruit right then. And That's we right. have to keep praying like your mom did. Keep praying and yeah. interceding and all those things. And I just remember like even now, I, I, I used to go in their rooms and just lay hands on them like, mom, yes, yeah. yes. I was in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so That's even now, yeah. like I said, when we come together and pray and that and that's the thing that sets the stage that they know i pray even when i feel like i want to throw my hands up and say i don't know what i'm going to do i'm frustrated lord i'm gonna need you to help me because if not my flesh is going to be like you need to go ahead and get on up out of here you know what i'm saying but when you come to yourself yeah we come to ourselves and humble ourselves and realize that in and of ourselves this is so impossible but Mm. with god all things are possible uh-huh. and where we trust and sur- surrender to him because ultimately they belong to him like he gave them to us but ultimately they are his and yeah. so lord how am i stewarding <laughs> the the gift that you have given me in our children and so yeah. help me and he covers he covers our faults and i'm so thankful for that i had a powerful moment with one of our kids um a couple of um probably about a month or so ago. And he was just struggling. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, what is this? Because we were going back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, what is this? And so I just humbled myself and I came to him and I said, what's going on? What is this thing that's happening? And he shared with me, there were some things that I had said to him years ago. He was holding on to. Mm. And in that moment, tears started to just flow out of my eyes. And I said, I am sorry. I asked for his forgiveness because he was struggling and I would not want anything that I have done put on him to hinder him from being able to move forward. It was something that just kept just, just annoying him. And he just was not ready. It it was, it was just causing a lot of turmoil and I'm Mm -hmm. so thankful. And I think in that moment, God broke and something broke things and just brought healing in that moment. And I believe I will never forget that moment. And I believe he will never forget that moment. Yeah. His mom surrendered, humbled herself and asked for forgiveness. As parents, we cannot act like we are ne- never wrong. We have That's to right. ask for forgiveness if <laughs> we have done something wrong because mm-hmm. they have to understand God's forgiveness. And when we don't model that before them, now mm-hmm. they're like, my parents think they're right about everything and I can't say that. Right. You know, and that causes division within the family, division mm-hmm. within the relationship. And so I'm just so thankful for those moments. So I just, I, I really want to talk to the parents who are not saved right now. Um, one of the things that you're struggling with your children, you don't understand what's happening with them. You don't know why they're making the decisions that they're making. One of the most powerful things that you can do for your child is surrender your heart to the Lord. There is wisdom. There is There are things that you will not be able to pour into them because you have not solidified yourself in the ways of the Lord. There are things in, in, in this kingdom, in the kingdom of God, you are not going to be able to impact them. And that is the barrier that is holding up you and holding up your child from experiencing what God has called them to. And the best gift you can give them is to surrender your heart and life to the Lord. And I promise you that God will lead you as he's transforming your life. You're going to begin to see your child be transformed. And let me tell you why I can say this. My dad, when I was younger, 
I witnessed my dad when he gave his life to Christ. I knew how my dad was and how he lived prior to Christ. But I want you to know that when he surrendered his life to Christ, I saw a change. I witnessed God change and transform his life. There is nothing more powerful than us allowing God to transform our lives so that we can then impart into our children what God has called us to. After my dad gave his life to Christ, of course, as a child, we were like, everything he did, he break open the Bible. And we were like, oh my gosh, he got the word again, you know? <laughs> but he was planting seeds. He yeah. was giving us what he had. God was transforming his life. And so he was wanting to transform our life. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so parents, that is just a, a powerful thing that I experienced. So if you don't know the Lord, surrender your heart to the Lord. It will yeah. make a whole, your whole life will change. Yeah. Your whole life will change. Amen. 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 Yeah. And, and when you surrender, man, one of the things to know is that right now, if you are feeling that this, this word, this teaching, this training is speaking directly to you. Yeah. There's, there's usually a, a small window of opportunity where you feel that I, it's necessary for me to make a change. And that opportunity, the way you're feeling, what you're feeling right now can quickly fade. So you must act now. Don't mm -hmm. work. Don't think about how I'm going to figure this out, how I'm going to, you know, learn how to do X, Y, Z. Um, they look like they have it so together. Guess what? We don't. Yeah. We, we don't. don't. But because we have identified that and we identify who does have it together, that we good. Yeah. We good. <laughs> so what, I, what, what we're telling you right now is surrender to Christ because right now in this moment, what you're feeling, that can fade in yes. the next few moments. Mm -hmm. So so just say yes. Say yes. 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 Oh, my gosh. This has been such a good, good, rich conversation. Uh, I'm just so thankful for the, the for God being in our midst. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just wanted to, to just close and just talk about how Jesus is serious about children and how we handle Amen. our influence and our authority over our children. It matters to him. And I know in scripture, he talks about how the, he was with the disciples and um, the, the, the parents were bringing the children to Jesus and they were like, no, no, no. He was like, uh-uh, bring them children here to me. Yeah. Right. Bring them children here to me. And he laid hands on them and he blessed yeah. them. So right. bring those children to Jesus. Bring them. Yeah. Bring, bring them. those children to Jesus. And then I want to uh, read Matthew 18, two through six and it says, and calling him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you yes. will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Mm -hmm. Jesus is serious Very. about children. When we, when he, when the Lord blesses us with this awesome responsibility, we are to carry it with the loving care and which Jesus even showed his disciples and how he modeled life before them. When we surrender to the Lord and let him lead the way, 
we will see transformation happen, not only in, in our parenting, we will see transformation happen in our children's lives. And when the, it's time for that arrow to launch, we can only imagine what God will do when those arrows are pointed <laughs> and let go. God is going to get the glory. Amen. And we're going to see the kingdom of God advance as we raise sons and daughters of the king. Much love, everyone. Brian and Nia, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. Father, thank you for being in our midst. Friends, thank you for joining us on this episode of Conversations Around the Royal Table, where we gather around the transforming word of God. We love you. Don't forget to join us on the live. We'll see you in a few. Much love from sons and daughters of the king.